0: Welcome to Land on the Range. This pod will tell you what's what about land ownership and building wealth. This is for the entrepreneurs, the legacy makers, and the families creating a path, living their American dream. Subscribe and follow me for speaking engagements. You can book me with the link in the comment section on this podcast. Just remember, the one thing they won't build more of is land. Let's connect and stay educated. Our next guest is Myers Jackson, who's a famous auctioneer. Myers-Jackson has a 20-year career as a professional auctioneer and real estate broker. He deals in high-quality real estate, and he specializes in benefiting fundraisers, property sales that include personal property and real estate in the United States as well as international. Currently, he is the developing director for the U.S. V.E.T. Fund, a national recognized veterans organization with a mission to listen, learn, and observe the needs of veterans and their families through aid in education, vocation, and training. Serving in the United States Marine Corps. Myers-Jackson understands the meaning of simplify. Myers-Jackson is an accredited auctioneer of real estate. He holds a certified estate specialist designation while also being a member of the Certified Auctioneer Institute. He has obtained the skills and training to conduct auctions in the pursuit of prestigious benefit auctioneer specialists looking to obtain the famous ALC designation, which is the Accredited Land Consultant. Education is a staple in his professional achievement, and his achievement is grounded in a will to do more than average. It is time to roll out the red carpet for our special guest speaker, Myers Jackson. Thank you so much, Myers, for joining us today.
1: That's awesome. We're going to have a good time.
0: Now, I met you at the ALC Land Session, and later I was blown away by your knowledge of real estate and auctioneering, and I just had to have you on the show to share those insights with my audience so they can understand the world of auctioneering.
1: Okay, well, let's do it. Let's do
0: it. So one of the questions that I received, why do auctions work?
1: Well, number one, I think people like competition in the market, and if you really look at it, Competition is everywhere, and auctioneers have a unique ability to deliver a competition in the market. But it proves a real market value. And uh, have you ever considered why they sell fine art and old classic cars at auction? Well, I mean, because that it, it's it's done on a competitive basis. So how do you value, you know, a nineteen fifty six roadster? I mean, there's no book value on that. Uh, how do you value the Mona Lisa? There's no book value on that. So they bring it to auction to let the public and the marketplace decide and assess what the market value actually is. Therefore, the auctioneers, uh, sometimes referred to as the masters of speed and selling, we're able to ask and get the delivery on that market price.
0: Now, when you think about properties and land, what makes a property desirable?
1: Well, I mean, I think it's all in the mind of the, uh, you know, the old saying in the eye of the beholder, you know, what, what is it valuable to one person or let's, I want to make a comparison between traditional real estate sales and auction real estate sales. A lot of times let's just say in a normal market where everything's not selling like it was in 2008. And currently, I don't know how the market is in Kansas City, but in Dallas-Fort Worth, I mean, you put something on the market, boom, it's gone tomorrow. Okay. But you have to look at in a normal market that you may only have one purchaser interested in the listing period, let's say in the next 30 days. So is that really a a market trade? Well, a lot of people will say, yeah, I mean, you know, you, you produced a ready, willing, and able buyer and And the transaction went through, but just think about this: having an auctioneer being able to produce ten or twelve buyers now, all the offers may not be the same, but in the mind of the seller, the seller is, "Okay, well, what is my property worth? Well, you had ten offers that were below ninety thousand dollars. You had five offers that was between ninety and one hundred thousand dollars, but the top bid was let's just say hundred and two thousand dollars. Which is better for your seller?
0: Providing options and choices for sellers is exactly what we want to do.
1: That well, they, that's exactly right. Yeah, and we we have a way to expedite the marketplace. Like I say, we're we're in a seller's market now, and 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 it's a good thing for a lot of sellers. However, those times when we're not in a seller's market, we're in that buyer's market, and uh, it's it's almost like okay, well, what is the property worth? Or unnormal circumstances, where properties may be listed in MLS for eighty or ninety days, uh, you know, uh, days on days on market. So, as as real estate auctioneers look at this, let's go ahead and let's entice more people to make offers. This is another thing that auctioneers say: we negotiate up instead of negotiating down. So typically, in a real estate listing, you list it at $100,000. Mm-hmm. It sets on the market for 30 days. What do you tell your seller?
0: You give them the stats. You explain the trends. Give them some options to either stay steady, go, um, go down in price, or, or if there's another option there. Yeah.
1: So if, if there has been no activity... In the last 30 days, more than likely, a real estate agent is going to tell the seller, you know what, we need to reduce the price so we can get into the market. That's what auctioneers refer to as negotiating down. Mm. Now, auctioneers, as a typical trade practice, we negotiate up. So imagine a room of 50 people. Okay. OK, so okay. we've done our marketing. The property's on the market. we got a room of 50 people that says, hey, I want to make an offer on this property. And as the auctioneer, I begin to ask who will give $50,000 for this property. Now, keep in mind, let's say the tax appraisal say it's worth $100,000. Let's just say that the uh, we've got a uh, recent appraisal and it's worth, I don't know, $105,000. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we can reasonably expect that the property is worth around $100,000. Mm-hmm. But in the past 30 days... We haven't had any offers of $100,000. Oh,
0: okay.
1: So as we begin to negotiate up, I'm going to ask people as an auctioneer, who will give me $50,000? And let's just say there's 50 people in the room, but 20 hands go in the air. Mm-hmm. 20 people say, I will give you $50,000. Now, that means that they're qualified, number one, to spend $50,000 because we say that you have to be ready. Now, as the auctioneer, I'm going to say, who will give me 60000 Mm-hmm. Now, half of those hands drop. Well, that tells me as the auctioneer that only 10, 10 people now are qualified to bid $60,000 plus have the interest. Now we're going to increase that to 70. Five mm-hmm. drop out. Mm. We increase it to 80. Now let's just say uh, uh, one more drops out and we've got four people who's interested in $80,000. So now. What we're looking to do as an auctioneer is say, okay. What is the real value of this? The appraiser says it's worth 105. Tax value says it's this, but I got four people who's willing to pay 80. So I'm going to work. And we're negotiating up. Yeah, we're working up that ladder, and and I'm now at 85, 90, 95. Two more people drop out. Two people drop. So I got two bidders.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And all of a sudden, let's just say scenario number one. Scenario number one says I have one more bid at ninety six thousand dollars. No one else bids. Do you as a real estate agent think that's a market sale? Remember we had 50 people in the room. Yeah. The appraiser says it's worth 105000 So in some people's mind, okay, well, we just sold this house $9,000 below appraisal. The appraiser is one person who's delivering a, a, a price based on past history. Right. But I've had, I've had 50 people just sit here and say, you know what? We think. And ultimately, one person says out from, from competition. Mm-hmm. One person says it's worth $96,000. Yeah. You, you can, you can pretty much make a solid bet that that's the market price today. Will it change tomorrow? Absolutely. It can change. Sure. So let's look at scenario number two. Okay. We still have, we still have two people in the game at 96, 97, 98. Hey, I'll give a hundred thousand. What about a hundred and five? The auctioneer is going to ask 105, I'll have 105. What about 107,500? Y'all do that. 108,000, 109,000. Boom. Sell it at $109,000. Do you think that's a market sale?
0: Yeah. Okay. (laughs) So both scenarios
1: work because still you still have 50 people in the room. You had 50 people who in some capacity had the ability to judge. Now, you may have some hopefuls in there. Well, hopefully I get this for $50,000, but were they qualified? Maybe not. Mm, right. They may be qualified to bid at $50,000, but they're not qualified to bid at a dollars mm-hmm. But the $109,000 bidder is qualified. Why? Because they step up to the table and they're ready to write a check. Negotiating up is 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 very strong in what auctioneers do.
0: Well, and I think the people that follow you, they know your caliber and professionalism. And when you get up there on the podium and you start auctioning off something, people understand who you are and your business and what you're about. There's a trust factor there, too. You've done your assessment of the land. You understand, hey, this is where we're going to start, and then you go up from there. So I think there's also a lot that you have developed in having that audience, those 50 people in the room that want to know what you're auctioning off, and that is something that I think is extremely valuable, that is very unique to you and your company, When I think about some of the the final question that I had approached to me is, how do I select an auctioneer? And when I think about what you just gave in as as an example, can your auctioneer bring 50 people ready and willing to actually purchase today and create that competitive market? So tossing that to you is, how does someone select an auctioneer?
1: Well, number one, I think that uh, look at the experience. And I had a guy ask me one time, how much uh how much real estate and the way he posed this, how many dollars of real estate do you have experience? So I answered this in a way I said at that time I said probably about two hundred and fifty million dollars worth of experience. Uh that doesn't necessarily mean two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of sales, but two hundred and fifty I two hundred and fifty I mean. Two hundred fifty million dollars in sales with experience because you want to have good experience, bad experience. What I mean by that is sometimes you're going to have a seller not follow through, sometimes you want to have a buyer not follow through. So all that experience adds up. What is your auctioneer going to do to analyze your situation? I don't think there's a an auctioneer in the country that is a magician that we can come in and say, okay, let's wave our little wand and, okay, Mister and Mr seller, you want $500 million to this property. We're going to make it happen because I'm the auctioneer. That's not realistic. That's not really how we assess the market. Number one, personally, I look for flexibility in my sellers to say, okay, are they capable or do they have the wherewithal to, number one, sell the property? Always, we always we want to talk to the principal just like a real estate agent would.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: However, will they be flexible when it looks at market price? And as they're looking at us, I believe that they have to assess an auctioneer that has that experience and the ability to uh, to assess other situations. To talk to the buyers, we can all we can all talk to buyers all day long. But remember, uh, going back to my example, we had 50 people in the room. Those individuals who put their hand in the air at $50,000, okay, where were they qualified at at a $50,000 level? They wasn't qualified at the the $100,000 level. Right So as auctioneers, we need to understand that. but uh, a couple more things, you know, I'm a member of the National Auctioneers Association, which is right around the corner from your office right there in Overland mm-hmm. Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's some there's some fabulous auctioneers that's uh, members of the National Auctioneers Association. And I mean, we're steady training just like in the Realtors Land Institute of right. course where i met you uh, through the National Association of Realtors, right? We're there getting training as auctioneers. Uh, I'm an accredited auctioneer of real estate. Spent several days in a classroom to say, how can I be better? I'm a certified auctioneer institute member. How can I be better? Uh, Now, sometimes the public don't know what these acronyms are, but I believe if you sit down and you take the time to explain to a customer, a potential seller, that, you know what? I, as an auctioneer and a real estate broker, we take the extra time in order to, Make sure we're up to date on current trends. And, you know, get somebody who's, uh get somebody who's, who's reputable. Look at, get on, get on that Google and, uh, <laughs> and see who's got those five star rates.
0: That's right. Well, the next time you got to come up here and visit Kansas City and I'll take you out to some barbecue. <laughs> well, I'll do that.
1: I know how to judge barbecue. That's city. right. As as it's, if it's edible, we'll judge it. we'll,
0: it. <laughs> well, I appreciate this time so much. And I know my listeners are have learned a lot of information from you, Myers. And I'm just so grateful. And I also want to make sure to thank you for your service in the United States military. And I absolutely and I just you are a wealth of information. Your level of work ethic and excellence is it's unbeatable. And so I want to make sure that anybody listening here that you have heard the examples of when you should reach out to an auctioneer and why you need to pick the best and be able to make sure that Uh, If you are in distress, you know, of course, auctions are great there. But also, if you have a unique property, something that you know has value that is not able to be compared in today's market, there is a real need to have an auctioneer come in and do what they do best. And you need to bring in an auctioneer who's talented, who has a work ethic and a deep network that can bring the people today to spend money and get your land sold Myers, I am so grateful for your time and being our featured guest. Thank you so much.
1: I appreciate you having me on the show. hope you all have a great, great week up there in Kansas City.
0: Love this episode of Land on the Range podcast? Subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Join me next week for another episode. Thank you so much for listening.